Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. Um, I just wanted to come on and have a little discussion of what's going on today. Um, I always like to um, provide some information if I can, if I come across some um, important information that I feel like I need to share, I will do so. Now, today I just want to talk about being proactive. And what does that mean? Being proactive is being able to do something about a situation before it gets out of hand. That's the loose um, definition of it. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because there's a lot of conflict and a lot of stuff going on. So if I um, feel like I need to say something about it, I will, like now. (laughs) Um, Like I said, being proactive in these uncertain times is something that you need to do. Now, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. We're still in this remnant of pandemic. We're going back and forth and all this hysteria. Still, I feel like um, what we should do is just take a step back and learn how to um, put things into perspective. And what do I mean by that? Just try to block out all the negative energy and focus on the things that you need to do. Now, what do you need to do in these uh, times right here? Even though you're still trying to go to work and still trying to maintain some sense of normalcy, there are some things that you should be doing, like being proactive, like I said, and what does that look like? Being proactive is making sure you got enough food in your house, making sure even water. Now, now I know that sounds strange for uh, a lot of people, especially in New York, because we don't pay for water. But if you're in the southern region of the United States, you guys pay for water. I'm talking about the people in the apartments and stuff like that. If you're in a house, yes, you're going to pay for water. But in the New York area, people don't pay for water unless you own a house. If you don't and you live in an apartment and down in the boroughs, because New York is huge, it's not just the boroughs. If you're down in the five boroughs, you are not paying for water. Like I said, only if you're living in a house. So some people do live in a house in the boroughs, but 
for the most part, you don't. But getting back to the water situation and the food, make sure you have enough food, make sure you have enough water. There are water shortages. There are, and it's going to get worse. Um, there's also food shortages. Now, if the president is getting on the TV and saying there's a recession is coming and this and that, please listen, because it already happened a long time ago. You already know the government is lack, meaning they slow. They don't want to tell nobody nothing. Um, that's what's happening. So if they are telling you that there's going to be shortages, meaning, um, you know, like um, recession, if they using words like recession, food insecurity, all this stuff, you better batten down the hatches. Now, what do I mean by that? Go out and get non-perishable foods that you, you know, could just uh, store away and stuff like this. And I had this conversation with you before. But I'm, I'm reminding you, um, there's things that's happening little by little. If people are lending their ear to the world news and um, well, local news, especially in the United States, is not really going to concentrate on that. They might mention it. But the truth is, um, water is becoming more and more scarce. scarce. Um, it always been like that. Over there, when I say over there, it means not here. When I say over there, because you know, United States don't listen, they don't pay attention to other people. And this is how we get it. You need to start paying attention to everything because everything is relevant and everything affects everything else. We all on this planet together. And if it's going to affect them over there, later on, it's going to affect us over here. So that's why I'm talking to you in regards to being proactive. Now, like I said, in these times of uncertainty, what is the time of uncertainty? Recessions, there's wars and conflicts, quote unquote. What is a conflict? When two countries or two nations get into conflict, they go on a war, right? Yes. So not only is it the Ukrainian war that everybody keeps concentrating on, there's war in the Middle East. Um, uh, Israel and Palestine, they're ongoing war and it's getting worse and worse. People are not talking about it. People are not um, concentrating on it. People are not doing nothing, but it's important because this is prophecy. Their war is prophecy. And so is this war here. This war in um, Palestine with um, Israel is prophecy. And so is this right here with the Ukraine because Gog is in the Bible, okay? We did not get to prophecy yet, but Gog and Magog is in the Bible. So what Gog is doing right now is assembling. Now, we're not going to get into that, but it's assembling. This is why this man wants to take back certain parts um, that used to be the USSR um, that dismantled in the 90s. And he's trying to take it back and assemble it and make it big. This is prophecy. So that's something that you should watch out for, but concentrate on home. Keep your ears and eyes open. This is why you have senses. Keep it open. Always have that in the back of your brain. Even though the children of Israel, <laughs> the real children of Israel, are um, a lot of them are scattered. 
you need to be paying attention to what's going on around you because prophecy is unfurling right in front of your face. And even though you have your own issues going on with stuff like I'm talking about right now, food insecurity and recession and all of that other stuff, you need to start paying attention to everything around you. And that means over there, over there, over there and home. That's what you need to pay attention to because you need to be ready. Okay. So um, with that being said, I'm talking about being proactive. Do not be reactive like the rest of the world. And what do I mean about reactive? Reactive is knowing something's going to happen and waiting until it happens and then scrambling to pick up the pieces to fix whatever it was you should have been doing when you were supposed to be proactive. Now, this is how the whole world is, lazy and um, complacent. And what I mean by that, even in your jobs, wherever, people do not, nine times out of 10, people are not proactive. You know when they're proactive? When they're taking your money. When you're paying a cable bill, when you're paying whatever bill, a phone bill, and they say, oh, yeah, well, we're just going to um, take the money out a month before. That's being proactive. And the only reason why they're doing that is to take your money because they don't do it no other time. Being proactive, well, we trying to figure out what you're going to use before you use it. That means they're being proactive. And say if, they, say if you cut the phone off and they owe you money, then they're being retroactive. Meaning, okay, well, we did, you, know, you actually didn't use the time that we took the money out for, so we're going to have to pay you back. That's the only, that's only way they, they proactive when taking your money. What I'm telling you is to be proactive. Um, again, another example is the government knows that they have to fix um, infrastructure. I'm just talking about the United States. They know they have to fix infrastructure. They know the bridges are collapsing. They know they're um, withering away and stones are falling and whatever, wherever. I'm not picking any particular place. But they know they're supposed to do it. The city, the state, um, federal government know they have to give the money or whatever. But what they will do they will mess around and just prolong it so long until the damn thing collapses or it's so bad that now they have to scramble and do stuff. I'm telling you, don't be like that. The whole world is like that. The whole world is like that. And what does the most high say? Come out of her. And how do you come out of her? By your thoughts and your actions. So back to being proactive. You know, a recession is here, a soft recession. I would just say soft simply because you still see things that you can buy on the shelves, but there's a lot of stuff that's missing. So that's a soft recession. And that's just my own term. When the real hard recession comes, we don't know when it's going to come, but we know by seeing the signs that it's coming. Now, I had this conversation with you, wow, a while back, probably early 2022. We are now in August, probably February, January, something like that. I had, I had it earlier. I had this conversation earlier. And as a matter of fact, I was telling my friends three years ago, <laughs> three years ago, I've been, I was telling them this, three years ago. Anyway, for those people who are not proactive, they are reactive. I say to you, again, because remember, Noah went 120 years telling people and ringing the bell that there's going to be a flood and nobody listened to him until the day of the flood. 
now. For you not to listen is foolhardy, number one. And it's going to be to your own detriment, number two. I'm going to give you some examples. Um, a lot of things that they're selling today from cars all the way to food is in short supply. Being that things are in short supply, even marketers, um, market, marketers and um, supply chains, when they know something is in short supply, what they do is take it off the shelf. They won't take it off the shelves physically, but if they're advertising it online, they will take the advertisement offline. And then later on, they'll put it on. I don't know how long they use their own discretion. They will put it back online and then they'll jack up the price. 20%, 30%, 40%. That's what they're doing. What I'm telling you in regards to being proactive is that you need to, even if you don't have money, because there's no such thing as, oh, I can't be proactive because I don't have the money to do this. I don't have the luxury. I don't have the finances, this, that, the other. Yes, you do. If you got money, because cigarettes are $12. If you have a vice, and what do I mean by a vice? You smoke, you drink. Whatever it is, that's a vice to you. And a vice is something that kills you. Anyway, if you have money, expendable money for a vice, smoking, drinking, whatever, extra money to go out and party or whatever, expendable money, then you got money to put away food, okay? Because your basic need as a human being is water, food, shelter and companionship you don't need nothing else okay you could get by by two um two uh articles of clothing say like one pair of pants and a shirt two pairs of pants and two shirts and underwear two underwears and two bras you could get away you can go on like that and for men two t-shirts they don't even need two t-shirts but just shirts this is what I'm trying to tell you. The bare necessities. You don't need all the rest of this stuff. All the stuff you got is just stuff. So in that I'm saying to you, you need to be prepared. You go out and you buy canned goods. For those people who don't like canned goods, just go get them anyway. Stuff that you like. Because it's going to come a time that it's not going to be nothing on the shelves. Now, from... I would say three years ago, 2019, 2018, whatever. Little by little stuff was happening and nobody said that. Was there people ringing the bell telling you that stuff was coming? Yes. Was anybody listening? For the most part, no. There was people who was listening, like the preppers and people who are spiritually open, um, who know that the prophecy is here and coming. Um, those people who are savvy and just... Um, proactive <laughs> period i could just throw them all in one bunch they knew so even if they wasn't running out buying stuff and, and gouging and taking things like the toilet paper they was doing stuff little by little they was buying stuff little by little and putting it away i need you to do that everybody at the sound of my voice if you have your own family if you have your own apartment if you're single and you got your own apartment if you got kids, I don't care what your socioeconomic status is, put food away. Dry goods like rice, um, canned goods, things that you like. Don't just grab stuff, anything, because when the crunch comes, you're going to have to eat this stuff. 
be careful of uh, food labels. Be careful of um, GMOs. Be careful of uh, allergies. Don't just grab stuff. Okay. Read labels because you, you're still able to do this. Read labels. Make sure stuff is as healthy as possible. Uh, make sure it's not genetically modified or um, they say biogenetically altered. Yes, that's what they say. All the way at the bottom of the uh, food labels. Biogenetically altered. That's what they say. Watch out for that. Because we don't know what that means. Um, you know, start eating different proteins. Uh, store away proteins like beans. That's protein. Plant protein, very good for you. Um, store away soups that are um, that you have to add water to. You know what I'm saying? Powdered soups and stuff like that. You can put that away. These are things that you and your family can eat. Um, get a container, a sealed, a good sealed container. Put these dry goods in a container and put them away. You're able to do that every time you go shopping. For those people who are, like I said, um, not high on a socioeconomic scale, use your funding, use your um finances to put some stuff away there's no such thing as oh i'll just wait for the government to do x y and z because the government is telling you that things is going to be short even though they keep throwing money around and doing stuff like that because they keep doing that it's causing inflation because the money's not based on anything way back in the days the money used to be based on gold we don't have that luxury anymore and if you're paying attention which nine times out of ten people aren't we're just printing money and it's not worth anything. Now, China's money is gaining simply, and I'm not going to go on into money and stuff like that, but I'm saying the reason why it is is gaining and they're going all over the world because they have a strategy. This is prophecy. But the reason why the money looks good, even though right now their money is not compared to ours, quote unquote, their money is based on gold. They have gold reserve. So if the money turns to crap, they can give people gold. That's how they work. It used to be like that in the United States, but it's not like that no more. It's just paper, just paper. It's not um, based on gold. This is why a lot of um, jewelry stores and all that talk about, oh, I'll buy your gold. You know why they're going to buy your gold? Because when this money goes flat and it's not worth anything, gold, gold, gold is always going to be worth something. And so is silver. Because gold is an old, old, old finance. It's in the scriptures. It's old. Okay? It's a biblical finance. And what I mean by that is it's always going to be worth some. So for those of you who like gold teeth, gold chains, gold, don't sell it. Because <laughs> people are quick to buy that. If there's nothing else and you don't have nothing else, because like I said, when inflation goes, the money's not worth anything. You're going to have to use more and more of this paper to buy the same things you used to buy. So gold will always be something that people um, covet and people will pay for. So don't get rid of your gold either. 
excuse me, I'm eating. In these times, you want to make sure that you have enough stuff just in case. So I don't want to teach you how to prep. That's not my job. I'm just ringing the bell to let you know to prepare. Prep means prepare. Make sure, um, you know, even cans today, and I, like I said, I had this conversation before, even cans today, they um, extend the date on a can. See, the way they do things in the United States is very tricky. It used to be like you had a can something and it would be good for like one year or six months or whatever it is. Well, the reason why they do that is money. <laughs> Everything is money. Everything is driven by money in the United States. This is why I'm going to do that second list lesson, melanin versus mammon. And mammon is money. The wickedness of it all. What they do in canning, and when you go to your supermarket, you see all your canned goods and all that for those people who like canned goods. And what they do in the canning process, and maybe you should just look it up, but I'm going to give you a short synopsis about what they do in the canning process. What they do is, They'll cook the vegetable or the fruit, whatever it is. They'll put whatever, sometimes they, I'm just going to say a scenario in regards to a light preservative or whatever. I'm not going to go into real crazy stuff. They'll put a light preservative like um, probably citric acid, which is lemon juice. They'll put a little something like that and they'll water it down and put some water, depending on what you read. And I'll just, I'll just say, for example, string beans. It would just be string beans, water. It may or may not be salt and citric acid. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. What they do is pressure can, meaning um, that can will stay like that. It could stay like that for years. If there's no dents, if there's no nothing, it will literally stay just like that for years. And what I mean years, it could be 10 years, 20 years. It could be, yeah, and still be good. Why they put that date on it and they don't say, oh, good, you know, this, they don't say it's going to be bad by this because they don't, they don't do that because it's an estimate. They will put um, uh, best by or best used by. It doesn't mean it's going to go rot and stale, none of that. If that can is not altered in any way, that stuff can stay for up to 25 years, no lie. Do some real research on canning. The reason why they put a short date on it is because they want you to buy it or they want you to throw it out. If the can hasn't expanded or hasn't done anything from the inside, nothing's wrong with the food inside of it. That's just a, um, a tactic that they use to advertise and make you keep buying stuff. So now that I told you the real thing behind canning, try to get some cans canned beans, canned vegetables, stuff like that, rice. You can live a long time off that. We need protein for our bodies, beans. It don't have to be a meat. If you're going to get a meat, get some freeze-dried meat and put it away. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Be real savvy about stuff like that. You could go to Walmart and go to the... Um, the outdoor department, you know, when people go hiking and they go um, picnicking and all this other stuff, 
in the back of that department, because it's way in the back where um, seasonal items like fishing, hunting, all that stuff, go back there and go get some mountain house. What is mountain house? It's for hikers. When people go hiking, they hike for a long time. They go in inclement weather, cold weather, hot weather, whatever it is. And they carry enough water with Mountain House, and I'm just saying one name, but there's different types of freeze-dried foods when you just add water and wait for about 20 minutes, and it's the right it's right there, it's ready. You just add hot water. You want to, if you want certain meats and stuff like that, you could even order them off Walmart. Walmart, Amazon, you can order these things and just put it away. The only thing I say to look out for for certain people is the sodium content. Because children of Israel, I know you have high blood pressure, diabetes, this, that, the other. You need to manage that, really. Because when it comes down to the pressure of a recession, because we had one 101 years ago, it was a recession and it was a, um, they called it a, um, it was a, it's actually a famine. No food means famine. But they say recession because it's a recession of food, receding of food. When something recedes, that means it draws back. That means it's nothing, like water. Water will draw back, it won't be there. So that's why they use these words. I already told you, watch out for words. But you want to make sure that um, in our last recession, which was 101 years ago, hardly nobody was here. And those people that are um, centurions, um, they was babies. So they was probably suckling on their mother's breast. Who knows? But um, there was no food. And when I say none, it, I mean none, none. So you can't wait around for food to grow because food, the average time for food to grow is months, two months, three months. Who got time for that? So like I said, in this age of technology and all of that stuff, because we are living in the most technological age ever. We are living in the age of the most information. We are living in the age of all kinds of stuff. Microwave society. You want some, you get it right now. However, it's breaking down. The system is breaking down. That's number one. Number two, no system lasts forever. Okay. And number three, it brings me back to being proactive. If you know something is going to happen, if you have an idea something's going uh, to be happening in the future, then you prepare for it. That's being proactive. But those people who don't do that, the president got on the horn, meaning the TV, radio, wherever, and announced it's going to be a recession. What do you do? If you had that hint and a half for your behind, a hint and a half for you, it's time for you to get ready. This is the second time I'm saying this. I may say it a third time, maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like there's some people out there that has not heard from me in regards to this. Now, if people all over the world are saying it, because we are not the only quote unquote um, savvy country, I would just say, because I'm not going to use those other words because that puts down other people. We are not the only... Um, country that has enough um, resources, but even in a country that has a lot of resources, the, re the resources are dwindling. Food and water. 
you do not believe that water is dwindling, you better start turning on the news. California and all these other states, they're water. Okay? If it's not being poisoned in some way, it's drought. So like I said, when it comes down to water, buy water. Put it away. Water is good indefinitely unless there's some kind of bacteria in it. If it is, use a tiny bit of bleach and wait. That bleach will kill everything in it. But you got to do research in regards to that because I'm not going to tell you what to do and then you turn around and put a whole bunch of bleach in and kill yourself. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you must do research. What I'm trying to tell you is to save up water and do some research. Um, do some research on water. Don't just take what I'm saying literally because you have to be experienced to learn how to do that. So if you're buying bottled water that's already closed, you're good. As long as that bottled water is in a safe um, place that doesn't get extremely hot or extremely cold, because if it does, it's going to leach. And I'm not going into science and all of that, because in a plastic bottle, if it expands and contracts, that means the water is um, the plastic and the stuff that they make the plastic is leaching into the water and will get into your system when you drink it. So. I'm not going into that, but if you're going to go buy water, put it in a place that's not too cold and not too hot. That's, that's what I'm telling you. Store away water because you can live without food for months, but you can't live past three days without water. So that's what I'm saying to you. That's in regards to water. What I'm talking about in regards to food, get canned goods, get dry goods, get freeze dry goods. Get dehydrated goods, but dehydrated goods don't last as long as freeze-dried goods. Freeze-dried goods last indefinitely. As long as you keep it in a place that is going to be good and it don't um, get in touch with air. Because remember, air is hydrogen. There's hydrogen in air. Yes, there's hydrogen in air. Okay. Um. Meaning there's water in the air. There's water in the air. So um, without getting into science, the H2O and the carbon and oxygen, I'm not getting into that. I'm just talking to you, just having a regular conversation, but I'm trying to get you in a place to be more um, proactive and take this stuff seriously. Take it seriously because every day that goes by, people are talking about it more and more. I want you to use your senses. I want you to use your vision to see what's going on. I want you to listen out for what people are saying. I want you to go out and grab foods that you need to and put them away and don't touch them until the emergency. Put your emergency stash away. I need you to also do a little bit of homework on how much to put away. Because if you have a family, depending on your family size, size you need to be able to calculate how much you need to put away. If you got a family of five, six, seven, grab a bag of beans or two bags of beans for each person in your family. And then when you make those beans, just make that one can of beans or one bag of beans or whatever it is with a piece of meat and some rice and that could feed the family, but you'll have enough to wait out the recession. 
we don't know how long the recession is going to be and we don't know when it's going to finally hit. Since they've been saying all of this since earlier this year, even though I already told people three years ago, they, that means the, the clock already went down. When somebody's saying something, because the government don't tell people nothing. Seriously, they don't tell nobody nothing because they don't trust the public. And that's really sad. That says a lot about the government simply because they don't trust how people are going to act. This is what they say about the public. We're not going to tell them. We're going to wait for the last minute or we're just going to get ourselves together and leave people to their own devices. And that's basically what it is. If they're telling them something, they don't want you to say that they never said nothing. So they'll tell you in the midst of everything. Yep. They'll tell you in the midst of whatever it already went down or whatever, then they'll go, oh yeah, this is happening. When crap already hit the thing. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. They say it because just enough so that you can keep voting for them when stuff happens. Because if they never said nothing, all hell would break loose. That's number one. The people would, uh, well, already there's no trust with the government, but everybody will stop trusting the government. And there's more people in the United States than there is in government. And what will happen? All hell, chaos, mayhem, calamity, everything will happen. So what they do is give you the bare minimum. So that's what they did already. They already said recession is coming. They already said lack of food is coming. They already said it. So please be proactive. Now, I want to say, if there's a possibility of it happening, there's a probability. The probability is there. That's statistics. Okay? Every time I talk to you about some people say, oh, I don't believe this spiritual stuff. I only believe in science. I'm talking mathematics. Math Let me tell you something about mathematics. <laughs> there may be a few ways to do a mathematical equation, but there's only, the, um, the answer can only be right or wrong. That's it. That's a science within itself. It can only be right or wrong. Okay? And everything else is an art. What does that mean? An art means it's individualized. It depends on the person who is um, dealing with the situation and how their outcome is. It could be done 50 million ways and there's no real right or wrong. It's just the way that you did it. But when mathematics, uh-uh, it's only a right answer or a wrong answer. And that's more precise than anything. Even in science, they have to use mathematics, statistics. They have to in order to uh, arrive at an answer. They have to. So what I'm telling you is probability, which is statistics. If the possibility of the food going being gone is there, then the probability is there. I'm talking mathematics to you, okay? All those people who are confused and lost, talk about, oh, they're not gonna listen to that spiritual. Everything is relevant. Spirituality was first before science, mathematics, all of that. It all is intertwined. So back to what I was saying, if there's a possibility of something going on and you understand that there is because the president got on a TV and said it's, there's a recession coming, then the probability is high. If the probability is high, you need to get out there 
and go do something about it and don't sit on your behind and wait. And please, please, please do not wait for the government to do stuff for you. I know so many people that are trained, it's in their DNA to wait for the government to do something to them, for them, excuse me. Don't do that. Because first of all, the government's not for you. You already know, children of Israel, the government is not for you. And for those people who have no choice but to wait, like I said, take the money from your vice. Whatever you smoke, whatever you do, because I'm sure you do something that you shouldn't be doing. Take that money and go buy food and water. Because trust me when I tell you, the probability is high. It's very high. So um, that's all I want to tell you about that, about being proactive about your health and well-being, meaning food and water. Yes, you need that. You need food for your health and water for your life. So please be proactive. Put stuff away now so that you don't have to worry about it later. Because believe me when I tell you, when the crap hits the fan, and it will, because everything works in a circle, and 101 years ago, it did, people going to be real desperate. And I mean really desperate. Desperate enough to kill you for your can of beans, for your rice. Desperate enough to kill you. You know how many guns there are in the United States. Honey, be as proactive as you can, okay? And that's all I have to say about that. Um, as we continue to move forward in this biblical study, I will still give you more truths. I will still ring the bell um, with things pertaining to what's going on with us as human beings today because everything is relevant. Everything is relevant. Even the Bible says, and inside the Bible and outside, because remember, there's hundreds of books outside that Bible, that there was famines. We read about that when the children of Israel was in Egypt, when Daniel, sorry, not Daniel, um, Joseph was um, damn near the uh, Pharaoh. It was seven years of famine, seven years. Now, you could look 101 years ago, that was the latest famine, the whole world famine, I mean, because there's famines in different parts of different places. But I'm talking about a whole world famine was 101 years ago. The whole world. You need to prepare. That's what I'm saying to you. For all you people who listen to me at the sound of my voice, prepare friends, family, loved ones, brothers and sisters, saints, prepare. Okay, so um, with that, I will say until next time and enjoy your evening. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High, but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.